Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Well, Tom Brady sure picked up where he left off last season, didn't he? Wow, great to have the NFL back in front of 65,000 fans in Tampa. The stands looked pumped with energy. It was a wild crowd. It looked so much like so many from the college football of last weekend. So the NFL is back, and as you prepare for Sunday's slate of games, look for the NFL to recognize the tragedies of 9-11 prior to kickoff of the nine noon games on Sunday. A tribute video will be seen on the CBS and Fox pregame shows to highlight what the days after 9-11 meant to America. Last night, I was going back and forth between football and tennis. 19-year-old Canadian Layla Fernandez and 18-year-old Emma Raducuna of Britain are very impressive. They will play in the finals on Saturday. And listen to this, the combined age of those two finalists, yes, 37 years old. For the record, Raducuna is ranked 150th in the world. She was a qualifier for the event. She didn't even think she would even make it to the main draw. And Fernandez is ranked 73rd in the world. So a fun, great, unique matchup for the women's final at the U.S. Open on Saturday. Congrats to both. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Friday, September 10th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. It felt like a long, short week, didn't it? But here we are. It is Friday. We have the NFL opening. There is the U.S. Open. But we lead with more shakeup in college sports. The Big 12 is expected to vote Friday via a conference call to accept the applications of BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and the University of Central Florida. That vote among the Big 12 is largely considered a formality among the current 10 teams. That's according to Yahoo Sports' Pete Thamel. Multiple reports have that a news conference is scheduled for today by the Big 12. The three schools from the American Athletic Conference, that would be Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF, will be required to give 27 months notice and pay a $10 million exit fee prior to departing the conference. As an FBS independent, BYU does not have such a requirement, but it is expected to give some notice to the West Coast Conference. So the Big 12 likely to expand by four. So what does that mean? Well, expect the American Athletic Conference to pursue its own expansion in response to three schools leaving that conference. American Athletic Commissioner Mike Oresco basically confirmed that he would begin looking at recruiting new schools. He wants 10 or 12 schools in the conference. With Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston leaving, the American would only have eight members in football and basketball. So Oresco likely looking to add two to four schools. He declined to go into any specifics about any potential schools that could join the conference, but he did say staying within the geographic parameters of the current conference map would not be part of the decision-making process. So basically, he is looking broad. Bottom line here, expansion, 
realignment. It's all happening. Big 12 now bringing in some schools. Certainly they don't match up to the schools that the Big 12 lost, but the American seeing some of their better schools leave now has to respond on its own and look to bring in other schools to that conference. So this wheel of change in college sports continues. Let's shift to some NFL news. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones said that multiple groups have shown major interest in the NFL's media business. Remember, the league has had ongoing negotiations to sell off a stake in its media business, or they're looking really for some big investors to come in and help amplify the business. Jerry Jones said that talks have been very active in the nearly three months since the league hired Goldman Sachs to evaluate a possible sale or investment. Jones basically admitted that he and his other fellow owners don't feel it's in the NFL's best interest to continue to operate a media business. Instead, the NFL will look to make billions of dollars by selling a stake in the NFL's media business, as well as they think they can recognize billions more by participating in the growth of any newly structured company. They believe that any outsider will really leverage the assets and grow the enterprise. And they believe there is real growth in their media business, but that it can only be accomplished by adding a strong tech or a capital-backed partner. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see a deal by the end of the season. And overall, it means more money for the league and the teams, but it also means greater growth potential for the NFL's media business. Kind of staying with the NFL, the NFL is known for Thanksgiving Day games, right? Well, don't think the NFL has a full exclusive lock on Thanksgiving all to itself because Major League Soccer is looking to get into the Thanksgiving Day fun as it has put a playoff game on Thanksgiving Day on Fox. So Fox's Thanksgiving broadcast is scheduled for a 4.30 p.m. Eastern time start. It will follow the Bears-Lions, so Major League Soccer will get a very strong lead-in for its playoff game. Now that playoff game, the MLS playoff game, will go up against the CBS NFL game at the same time, which is a big ratings draw, Raiders against the Cowboys. So MLS playoff will have some serious competition, but interesting that MLS looking for a little bit of the mindshare on Thanksgiving Day, looking for some more eyeballs for its playoff matchup. Let's stay with soccer or football because FIFA went public again with its plan to hold a World Cup every two years. And let's just say this is a story you have to keep an eye on because the response to this proposal is incredibly mixed. FIFA's proposal is to see a major international tournament every summer with the World Cup and the Euros in alternate years. A decision on the next steps of possibly changing the format could be taken by December, but there's a lot of opposition. UEFA is against the plan and many other world sporting organizations, especially those in the Olympic sports world, are against the plan. They like the calendar currently as it is. UEFA even said that it wouldn't introduce a Euros every two years, even if a new calendar was introduced. So there's a lot of politics here. There's a lot of strong feelings here. Keep your eye on this story because it could incredibly change the global sporting calendar. Meanwhile, starting next Wednesday, that's September 15th, FIFA officials will be in the United States. They'll be visiting venues under consideration as host cities for the 2026 World Cup. Of course, that's going to be in the United States 
Canada, and Mexico. This tour will focus on facilities in the United States. It will start at Gillette Stadium, and they'll also visit Nashville, Atlanta, Orlando, Washington, D.C., Baltimore, MetLife Stadium, Philadelphia, and Miami. They'll come back and visit other cities in the United States, Canada, and Mexico at the end of November. Now, FIFA hopes to make a decision on which venues will be selected in either the first quarter or early second quarter of next year. This is a very intense and big bid process. These cities really, really want the World Cup. I have spoken to a number of sources in each of these markets, and it is their main priority to try to land some of these World Cup games. Very competitive. Keep your eye on this bid process, and I'm sure they're going to put their best foot forward for FIFA officials starting next week. I want to shift to some sponsorship news because we keep talking on the Buzzcast about the strong emerging sponsorship categories in sports, and one of them is clearly crypto. Well, here's another indicator of the money being spent by the crypto brands. Paris Saint-Germain signed a three-year deal with Crypto.com that will make the company the club's official cryptocurrency platform provider and its first provider of NFTs. But the big part here is the money. The deal is worth around 30 to $35 million over three years. So you do the math. It's just about $10 million or more a year. And that is naming rights type of money for many organizations. So that would be one of the easily the biggest categories, the biggest deals of any team. So you see the high value of these deals in the crypto space and crypto.com themselves. That company continues to spend heavily in sports. They signed a deal with F1, which was reportedly worth $100 million. They signed a deal with the UFC, which was worth a reported $175 million. And they also did a big deal with the Montreal Canadiens. So you can see why sports properties are very interested in this category because it's incredibly lucrative for them. And finally, all you Notre Dame fans, don't forget Saturday's game, the Irish game against Toledo, is exclusively on NBC Universal's Peacock streaming service. Now, this is the first game on Peacock Premium. There was a spring game that was on Peacock, but that was free. But for Saturday's game, diehard fans will have to sign up and they'll have to pay for Peacock Plus, pay for the service to watch the game. This is surely a test for the future and a potential model for the future as more networks try to shift programming on their streaming services. We'll have a full recap of how this went down on Monday's Morning Buzzcast. Before we sign off, a few things to check out. Watch our special football-focused episode of SBJ Spotlight as we take a very close look at the business of the NFL and the stories to watch this season. We even offer our Super Bowl picks. It's a fun watch. Go to sportsbusinessjournal.com to watch all or part of the latest episode of SBJ Spotlight. Young women in the sports business, you have until Monday to apply to the CSM Mentoring Challenge, which pairs past Game Changer honorees with rising stars in the industry. Potential mentees, visit www.csmmentoringchallenge.com before Monday to learn more and apply. Finally, hope to see you out in Las Vegas, September 28th and 30th for our facilities, franchises, and ticketing symposium. It's going to be a great event. Register today on the events section of our website or in the show notes below. I know I would love to see you out in Las Vegas. 
So that is your morning buzzcast for Friday, September 10th. I'm Abe Madcore. Have a great weekend. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you on Monday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.